and welcome to That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, data privacy, cybersecurity, and tech innovation. I'm Laura Milstein, and I know a little bit about technology. And I'm Gabby Schulte, and I know, you know, really everything there is to know about technology. Hmm, and because I don't believe Gabby, we bring on heavy hitters in the industry to help us break down these topics to think... You know, is Gabby telling us the truth? So, Gabby, just to prove you wrong, who do we have on today? Well, you know what, Laura? I don't believe myself either. So, we have Amit Modi. He's the Chief Technology Officer and Chief Information Security Officer at Movius, the world's leading provider of AI-powered secure mobile communications. Uh, Businesses worldwide use the company's patented mobility solution to serve their consumers better, staying away from crackdowns and keeping employees productive. So, Amit, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Gabby and Laura, glad to be here. So Amit, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how did you get into this field specifically, um, you know, with powering secure mobile communications? Gabby, it's a, it's a journey. It was not planned that way. Um, I grew up in India, studied there as an engineer, went to UK for work, went, did some work in India as well. And then opportunity just brought me here. And it just so happened that tech was booming and I happened to land in communications in general as a domain. And from there on, I've always been in startups, startups focusing on communications, always been on the forefront and just really let the journey unfold. And I just followed through And here we are uh, creating and talking about secure mobile communications. So that's in a nutshell how I arrived here. You're so humble because I I looked into your background. I was like, he starts in India. He's somehow at some points in Spain. He's at Wharton. So I appreciate how humble you are, but we we are impressed by your background for sure. So um, tell us more about that. So you're talking about things uh, when it comes to security and you're saying mobile security or telecommunication. What does that even mean? Because as soon like right off the bat, I'm thinking, do you mean my cell phone? Is my cell phone not secure? Are people listening to me? We we always ask that. So can you tell us more about what what that is and what that means? Yeah, it's it's very important, Gabby. I mean, we are all connected all the time and we all as human beings want to interact with each other. That's our fundamental need. So as the world is evolving, hyper connected. You are everywhere and being able to work and interact, which is amazing. It has bridged all the boundaries that has brought on in the forefront a lot of focus on is your information really secure? Is it really private? Are you interacting in the right manner? And then you look at it from a personal standpoint, you want that separation. You look from a business standpoint, you want to make sure that your data and critical information is not getting leaked, right? And then to your point, how we are communicating, right? It could be a mobile phone, it could be on a desktop, it could be on a laptop, a tablet, it could be from anywhere. So in this super connected, super distributed, hybrid work environment, security and communication security becomes really important. So that's what we are talking about here. So how is that different from things like Signal or Telegram or or Wicker 
WhatsApp. I don't know, I'm just going to name all of them. Um, how is that different from devices uh, or apps, excuse me, um, like those? Yeah, Laura, great question. A lot of those that you have, you have named, yes, they are very secure. They are highly encrypted, but they are very community centric. And that's very important, meaning both the parties need to be on that common ecosystem to be able to maintain that security and privacy. The reality, however, is in our work environment, and especially in a business context, you cannot expect your clients to be always on the same ecosystem that you are on to be secure. Ultimately, clients dictate where they want to be met, how they want to be met from a communications and channels of interactions. And it's our job as solution providers to be able to enable and facilitate those interactions, right? So really it comes down to not forcing everybody on the same ecosystem and yet maintaining privacy and security. Okay, but just like to play a quick game here. If you had to, and we're talking Telegram, Signal, and Wicker, do you know all three of these? And I know all three of them. Yes. Okay. Um, have you heard of the game Fuck Mary Kill? It's one of my absolute favorite games. So in this instance, well, we'll do it a little different. So you have these three. You have to use one exclusively. It's the only one you can use, and you have to use it for the rest of your life. One, you never use it again. You never see it. You get rid of it. And the other one you can use occasionally. Maybe you're using it for certain things, but it's not your primary use. How do you feel about the three of those? What what do you choose? <laughs> that is a really tough question. You put me on the spot because I my honest answer would be... I pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't honestly use any of the three because, again, their reach is so limited. But, I mean, if I have to pick, I'll toss up and I'll just pick Telegram, uh, right? As an example. Oh, man. I think I would, I think I would keep Wicker. <laughs> but I, I think it's a, it brings very important point that no matter what you pick, you're never going to be the right answer, right? That's the key point that we are talking about. And you cannot expect the other party to like that. And that to me is the insight here. And what we need to enable is how do you kind of distribute, decentralize, make the communication open and free. That's I'm emphasizing that point because that's the need of our world today. So. So when when you're talking about the need of our world today and we're talking security, I think we live in such a place where security is underutilized and not properly utilized. Are there any things that you can think of that you you just think people do so often and you're just like, wow, they don't even realize this is just so wrong or not safe or, or things that maybe if they had just done one thing different and just, I'm thinking like on an everyday basis, you know, like I use Uber every single day. Am I losing all my information on that or Lyft or any of those? And it's just something I wouldn't think. Is there anything when it comes to security on any kind of capacity that people typically are doing that maybe we shouldn't or we should change something to feel more secure with? Yeah. So I I think my, my thought process along that is, People need to feel trusted that whatever tool or communication that they are using, whatever uh, you, you gave Uber as an example, can I trust that the app that I'm using or who I'm communicating with and how 
It's giving me what I need to do from a user experience standpoint, but my data and my information is really not getting leaked. And how do you achieve that? So either you can take a sledgehammer approach, you can make something that is ultra secure and you will feel very, very comfortable with it. Unfortunately, it won't be usable at all, right? So it does not deliver. Or something that is so free and so open you know going in that your data is going to be abused, right? And what's that fine line and balance? It's not a perfect technical answer. It's more about driving the right rail guards around the security side without compromising the user experience. So if you knew for sure, when you take that Uber ride, the interactions that you are doing, that your identity is anonymized, no information is getting leaked, your transactions are kept kept secure. And once that ride is happening and it's over, that data is totally securely deleted and pushed. If I as a business can give you that comfort, of course, you're going to continue to use that, right? That's, that's the reality. And it's that balance between security and end user experience and trying to achieve that. That's where the challenge and fun comes into play. So. So Amit, um, I'm curious, uh, you know, what do you think about cloud-based systems? And can you tell us a little bit like how they come into play? How do they help situations from data leakage? How do they hurt, uh, you know, companies or, or users for, with when it comes to data leakage? Yeah. Uh, so Gabby, uh, historically, everybody was locked inside the four walls of the businesses, right? Because that's where they felt secure. But clouds have evolved a lot. Cloud services have evolved a lot. And with the security paradigm that is now in place, you can build defense in depth, right? At every layer of your cloud design. So you can put access controls, you can secure your infrastructure, you have surrounding systems that are constantly watching your services, you've got integrations with cloud security providers. So there is a lot that the cloud ecosystem has now done. And I would emphasize ecosystem, it's a collection of solutions, technologies and companies that have all come together to really give that comfort that cloud services can accelerate your functional uh, needs. And at the same time, the security can be actually a lot better as long as you have the right governance. So, so cloud, I think, is a very good path forward. And in fact, some of the most regulated verticals are now embracing that openly. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit? I mean, that's really interesting because when we talk to some people about security, um, you know, a lot of like the work from home sort of um, deal is a cause for concern for people because because of that cloud um, system that everybody's working from. So that kind of dispels, um, you know, the the myth, I guess, about cloud based uh, symptoms and or systems and data leakage. So could you tell us maybe something else that like is a is a myth around security and, um, you know, people might be scared of it or, you know, maybe scare they us. Be scared scare or you can scare us. us or make scare us feel us. safe. No, scare whatever us. you think. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I think historically, like for example, employees and uh, Laura, you spoke, spoke about mobile phones early on, right? Companies will say, okay, do everything on this company provided mobile phone. Do not try to do anything else or do not use this channel. Do not use WhatsApp. By the way, you didn't add WhatsApp, my favorite messaging channel in your. Everyone's uh, favorite. I'm not, I have nothing negative to say about WhatsApp. We love WhatsApp. You would have picked it. That's yeah. why I didn't put it on the game. <laughs> yeah, so 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 companies uh, try to force you doing that way, or or like if you open your laptop on a public uh, airport or on, on a public Wi-Fi, all the data will get lost, right? So there's all this kind of information that is there, and when mobilization happened, let's say post COVID right away, and people just rushed into solutions. There were good solutions. I think what was lacking was the tight governance and selecting the right pieces of technology and tools, putting the right processes and governance in place to, again, be able to give users that comfort of being able to work from anywhere and yet being able to have the security, right? So that's what we have tried to achieve. And that's what many companies like us are trying to bring back to the businesses. So it can be done. I want to leave with a positive news that I think there is a right balance. It is highly achievable. It is achievable for day-to-day businesses and highly regulated businesses, as long as you're willing to choose the right solutions and invest in it. So, Amit, I, I just want to say Gabby looks right now. She is scared and excited and I can see her thinking. You so have a power emotions. question, Gabby. I can feel the power question oh, for Amit. Yeah, ask power the, question for Ask sure. the power All question. All right, here's, here's my question. <laughs> so we like to talk a lot about future technologies on this podcast. And a big thing that uh, people are talking about right now is the metaverse. Um, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of things in the metaverse. We're going to be buying things and, and sharing a lot of personal Web data. Web3 is real. Web3. Um, so tell us, what are some of your concerns about that uh, from your standpoint? And what are some of the things that you may be excited about? Yeah, I'll start with the concerns, right? The most obvious one is, is it really as usable and as easy on the eyes and really on your mind, right? On a day-to-day basis. I mean, look at how many hours of time we spend on Zoom and just in meetings and calls, right? Now, if you're constantly inside a virtual world and with those AR, VR, uh, augmented reality with virtual reality handsets and accessories, can you really sustain in it on in your mind that's the key question this is not about giving a tool for 5 10 15 minutes or an immersive experience for 30 minutes can it really become an integral part of our day to day life it can be done it is not there yet right so that's my concern part and will it create medical and biological issues for us that's what i worry more than the technological side of it Uh, In terms of the possibilities, absolutely, I can experience whatever I want to as much as possible and as realistic as possible. Who would not want that? None of us can can explore all the beauties that are in this world. And Metaverse gives us that possibility, right? So I'm super excited about it. I think there is a lot of work that still needs to go in to ensure that we are not creating medical disorders, if I can be really blunt about it. so. 
that's my no opinion. i i think that's such that honestly is a whole different uh we, we could probably talk about that a lot because that is a, is a real big concern you know there's a lot of studies coming out talking about the mental health of of teens that are on certain social media sites and some concerns that they have about that. So that's, that's definitely a huge thing. Do you think there's like a catch 22 sort of thing when it comes to this type of technology? Obviously we're talking about security, but this, I think it gets a little bit more into like the philosophical part of it where it's like, like you said, like maybe the metaverse can, or, or virtual worlds like it can provide us with, more knowledge of the globe. Say if I wasn't able to travel, maybe it could provide some virtual thing. But at the same time, do you know, do you think it like really prohibits people from trying to experience things in in the real world? Um, you know, maybe because this is will be so enticing to people, maybe. And just to follow that up, Amit, do you think we should all just stop having children? Because then we don't have to worry about their mental health or any any concerns. Or that. We could just we get crazy because there's no more. <laughs> okay, absolutely not. I will start <laughs> with your point first. I personally love children, and oh. we should all have children. And that's beautiful. Enjoy. So I want to thank make you for that be- beautiful moment. Yeah, <laughs> moment for for the children. Yeah. So that part, I, I'm very clear. I think Gabby, you hit on it spot on. I think it is absolutely an ethical and sort of medical philosophical issue. It is not a tech issue. I'm a big believer in tech and the work that companies are doing. I mean, look at three years back when the first uh, sets came out and now it's night and day difference. I think tech can get there. It's are we preventing to really have, and sorry, I'll go very philosophical on this point, the beautiful nature that has been given to us we have to experience it, right? And that's the joy of life, right? So, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. where the discussion is. Absolutely. No, I, I think, and I think that's like a through line that we talk about a lot um, that we come to on, on the podcast talking about such innovative technologies. We're talking about a lot of cool things that are that people are coming up with and solutions to things. But at the end of the day, uh, we like technology, but get outside, everybody. Get outside and breathe the air and uh, walk around. If you are, and, and the good news is you can listen to this podcast while being while you're doing outside. that. So it's no, kind of a great. win. <laughs> no, it totally is. Totally is. Awesome, uh, Amit. You have been awesome. We don't want to take up too much of your time, uh, but we just think you're great. So I'm going to ask one more question, and then I promise we will let you live your life before we, you know continue on um and that is just who's listening to us like right now not our standard listeners that we know are listening but who else is listening to us and i mean that in every sense who's listening oh and why why are they why are people obsessed with us (laughs) yeah i think because you bring great content you bring awesome conversations to the table but also i think you bring thought-provoking topics right like this whole admit i love the flattery but i meant like as a whole as the as the world like you know you're talking and then an ad comes up in general is the government listening to us are all companies 
but I I almost didn't but actually, stop you. you. Can, you can keep like, going on and yeah. complimenting us, though. I was like, wow. That was a vague, in, in Amit's defense, that was an incredibly vaguely <laughs> worded question. So I also was like, what do you mean, Laura? Yeah. <laughs> that was broad and wide, but Laura... Here is the good news for us. To make your own. A lot of people are listening, but the question you need to ask is which channels are being listened to, right? So here, and I'll just now make it a little bit more specific. We have talked about a lot of concepts. So just real quickly, like in our case, as us as Mobius, what we do is we, we offer to businesses secure business communications. And in its simplest form, on a mobile phone, how useful would it be if your personal site can truly remain private and your business communications are all happening through this communication solution it's not just a tool right it's the ecosystem of uh, integrations that are that are being done so yes everything that happens on that channel is being listened to and that's the right thing it's like your emails your workplace the business has a lot of control and quite frankly they own that data but on the personal side, absolutely nothing is being tried upon, right? And that that we can say with confidence. So it's these kind of solutions and simple steps if we can do, we can, Laura, all feel comfortable that yes, we are, we are being listened to, but only for the right things, right? Not everything else on our private side. So, and that's the balance of security and security. Thank you, Matt. You've been great. And thank you again for telling us why people listen to our podcasts as well. Yes, you're incredibly generous and, and <laughs> nice to humor us with that question. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being with us today, Matt. My pleasure. It was fun. He's the best. He's talking security. We're talking about telecommunications. He loves WhatsApp. Gabby, I obviously did a horrible stepping point of what we just talked about. So can you tell the people, what was your tech takeaway? How'd you feel about Amit? What'd you learn? I learned um, actually a lot of, you know, philosophy around technology, just stepping away. Uh, Also some Zoom etiquette. Um, no, he seemed very passionate about how we interact with the world and that includes digitally and also, um, in, in real life. Uh, we also have Kevin Albert here with us. He's our education extraordinaire. Kevin, what did you think about it, Mix? You were listening. I liked it. I thought it was an interesting um, episode. I think um, part of it for me that um, was the piece where he was talking about, you know, kind of the different um, applications, you know, Signal, Telegram, WhatsApp, and all that, and kind of the differences between them. Um, for me, I mean, I feel like they're very similar, right? And so for me, you know, as a, as a consumer, as a user of them, you know, I definitely have my personal preference, but it was interesting to kind of hear it from his perspective. Um, I also thought uh, where he was talking about the fact that, you know, your Laura, your question about, you know, should, are people listening in, you know, are, are people hearing, you know, what have you, he didn't, uh, you know, full out deny. He was obviously talking about, you know, in, from his perspective um, that maybe, but, you know, are they really listening into everything or is it just specific channels, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, you know, obviously, I think that kind of, you know, makes me feel a little bit more comfortable being that maybe I'm just not on secure enough channels and I don't really need to worry about it. But, um, you know, certainly I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. 
I just have to <laughs> can't believe you thought. I mean, I can believe you thought. I loved it when he said, that well, the reason question. people listen to your podcast. But the way you is- worded it, Laura, was like, <laughs> it was I pretty took amorphous. it that way. Too. It, was, it was completely it, it was weird. You were like, who's listening and why? Who's listening to us right now? And it's like, <laughs> but but I wanted like, it to be like, asking- I, cause I, yeah, I want your first thought to be like, ah, here's the reality. Here's the real answer. No, it's, like, it's did it's you ever watch the Friends episode? Our tech pod Mm-mm. podcast you know right now. That's where what Phoebe's you like doing to. the question, and you're doing like things like this. It's like, so I'd be like, Gabby, uh, what's your favorite color? Yeah, okay, let's do it. blue. What's your okay? What's your favorite animal? Dolphin. How do you really feel about Kevin? You know, because you're doing all those and then you just yeah. Answer. No, I know. No, yeah, I get so what you're what saying, was... but that it, it. I understand the intent, but the delivery was a, was a, was a terrible. Okay, for everybody listening, tell us if you agree with Team Laura here or Team Gabby and Kevin. I'm feeling alone, so <laughs> choose me and reach out to us at contact at thattechpod.com. If you haven't already, make the right choice and swing over to www.thattechpod.com. Enter your email to subscribe, uh, get some merchandise, make the right choice. Head us up on LinkedIn slash thattechpod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I don't know, everywhere. And if you want to give us, uh, you know, just a very free favor, um, you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and give us a five-star rating or review. We would love you forever, and we will see you next time. See you next time.